Welcome back to another peaceful episode of Only Fiends with me, Karen Elizabeth Fian, and Mabel. She's sleeping because she's a good girl and she hasn't gotten a fight in almost three to four weeks. Yay, Mabel. How are you guys? Solo ep, here we are, Cozy Town USA. Just me and Nicole having our coffee with maple syrup in it. What? That's crazy, right? That's not your normal sweetener, kids, but I'm not your normal girl. <laughs> a cop is flying here tomorrow from Denver to spend a couple days with me. I also started really liking this other guy whose name I'm not going to mention, but I get the sense that I'm a little more into him than he is into me. That happens to me a lot. <laughs> But since I just watched that uh, documentary, docu-series, American Nightmare, I am slightly concerned that he's going to murder me and put goggles on my eyes and put me in the back of a trunk and drive me into the Hudson. So if you guys don't hear from me, just know that's who it was. Name's John Carey. He's from Denver. And he's really tall and he says his, he's a cop and his job is SWAT team or whatever, but he might just be fucking ready to murder me. But he's so tall and he was very flirtatious and I was really into it. But I, here's my thing. Traveling really sets my routine off and I can be like really horny when I'm in my own routine and comfortable and feel, you know, the earth under my feet and I know what I'm doing next. Then you give me a weekend away from my stuff. And I'm like, I said I would fuck you. <laughs> Whoopsies. <laughs> I need some time alone. <laughs> I need time to reset, you know? I did find a, a solid core class in Baltimore. Shout out to solid core. Holy shit. If you want your abs to be sore for a day or two after a class, take one of these. It's just the Pilates, not just, but it's like the Pilates reformer machine. But you're just doing like obliques and fucking transverse and obliques. And whoo, the obliques are still fucking obliquing, if I'm being honest. I did take GTX today. And Mary, my teacher, shout out to Mary O at Lifetime. She knows I hate running. So today my goal, she was like, just try to get a mile. And I got 1.8 four miles. Okay. So don't fucking underestimate me because I'll do a little better than you thought I would. And then what were we doing? Suitcase deadlifts. Of course, still meeting with my trainer. I haven't been to Equinox in a while. Maybe that'll be the gym membership I do away with. I know every month I say I'm going to cancel one. It's just that that one is so close and they've got the steam room. And the juice press. I had a great time at the Port Comedy this weekend. Really fun. Really great room. Good comedy crowds. Um, congrats to the Ravens who did win their football game on Saturday. I did not know that football games happened on Saturdays. I thought football was only Sundays and Mondays and sometimes Thursdays. Like Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mabel, 
So like, and in Baltimore, like everyone goes to the Ravens game. It's not like everyone goes to a bar to watch the Ravens game. They all go every walk of life, old, young, male, female, every chick in my solid core class was like, when are we meeting? Where are we leaving? How are you driving? You want a carpool so we can get lit at the Ravens game? And then they obviously had a great time because they won. I kept checking the score for the crowd on the the seven o'clock show. They were happy for me that I did that for them. There was one lady at the first show who was speaking for the group as if she were the mayor of Baltimore. I I don't know if she listens to the pod yet. She might not be, but she was awesome. And she had a boyfriend who was like 20 years younger than her. And I was like, well, how many applicants did you go through before you got that fucking intern? It's so hurtful what you're doing. You don't understand. I'm in the entertainment business, showbiz, jazz, mirage, and metaz, and chemistry, and electric, and, you know, just keeping people's attention, and you're aggressively falling asleep. It, it's not like you're like, oh, just sort of, uh, you're like, mm, so boring. You're so boring. Yeah, good. Mabel's been sick a little bit lately because of all the fucking salt. This goddamn city spreads everywhere. It's like, why? I mean, I know why, but they don't even spread it in the right spots. It's like, I'm still falling down. I I haven't fallen down yet, thank God, because as my true fans know, I do have an extended tailbone. Mabel. I have an extended tailbone, so when I fall on like fucking cement or ice or anything hard, it's going to hurt extra hard. I mean, I could break my whole spine open. I don't know if that's true, but it could, it could really hurt. What was else? Oh my gosh. These are two of the purchases I made when I was in Baltimore. How fucking cute is this fucking bag? It's all hand beaded. And look, all the panels are like different and special. And um, it really reminded me of like a Stodd bag. Like her hand beaded bags cost like upwards of three, $400. And this was a lot less. The store is called Catwalk. And I also got these pants there. And look at this. And look at this. Look at that. No? I thought they were pretty cool. It was one of those like stores too where... I wanted to buy something. I really liked the lady. I liked the vibe of the store. And I knew I was going to leave with something. I just didn't know what. This bag was hidden behind the register. I found the pants. But when I got to the register, I was like, ooh, look at that purse. What did I get you? Nothing. I looked for like tchotchke stuff for like dog, but I didn't find anything. Yeah, you can have this. Here, you can have this. Better cut the shit, Maybellina. Give it, get, get it. Um. So yeah, shout out to Tony. That was the owner, Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. Not Tony, Tony, Tony. They're like a band or something in the nineties. I think they sang the song. It feels good. Know that. You're... Like some of Mabel's hair is in this. That's why I'm not drinking it. Fuck. It was good while it lasted. I foamed it up. Um. We did do um, an AMA in my story. Nicole, do you want to smoke? No, I'm good. Thanks, though. Good nerd. Yeah, I'm trying to, like, move past it. 
You're trying to move past it? Well, we're hotboxing my apartment right now, so try to move past it. Try to put your lungs outside. Don't open the window. It's 29 degrees out. Stop being such pussies about the fucking weather, too, New Yorkers. Oh, it's so cold. It's so cold. Shut up. You know what it is? It's free cryotherapy out there. After you work out, the first thing you should do, don't even put that many layers of clothing on. Just go outside. People are like, oh, I got to do cryotherapy. Not in the winter. They're like, oh, this gets down to 20 degrees. It's outside. It's that. Go outside early in the morning, 6.30, 7 a.m. So you can play with your Frisbee without an eruption. Stop being so fucking weak about the weather. I am going to Key West. I would like to mention. It's probably why I can have such a healthy outlook. <coughs> about the cold weather. But Key West comedy, January 31st through February 3rd. You know who else is going to be down there with me? My mother. My mother, Maureen. That's her maiden name. I don't know why I just gave it out like that. Don't fucking try to steal her identity, you fucking psychos. Just bleep all this, Nicole. I'm a fucking idiot. She's going to start taking... Did I tell you about Lunch Crunch? Did I mention Lunch Crunch yet? I sent my dad a bunch of um, exercise equipment, too. These, like, medicine balls and a step up. Because his personal trainer and I are in very close contact. We text once a week. And my dad has been kicking ass. That's what his personal trainer said. My dad's been kicking ass. And he's 70. So if my dad at 70, who basically didn't work out for fucking, I don't know, 30, 40 years. Maybe maybe not. Maybe like 20. Because he used to play basketball and do a little cardio. But if he, my point is if he can do it, if he can get back into it, you can easily get back into it. Because I doubt you're 70 if you're listening to this and you're fat. I doubt it. What an inspiration. The hardest thing is starting. And I feel like the hardest thing is restarting once you've started before. Because <coughs> I liken that to like my alcoholism. Like quitting the first time is kind of like oh, euphoria. You know, like you're just like, oh my God, everything's so pure and clean and I feel wonderful. I'm like addicted to this new feeling. And that high lasts so long, like years. And then eventually does slowly wear off. And if you haven't done the actual work and like built the foundation of like, how do I live as an alcoholic in a booze consuming world, you're probably going to fail. And then every time you have to restart, it's so fucking hard. But once you start, you remember, oh, fuck, I've done this before. I can do this. Real inspirational today, Mabel. What do you think? You think it's bullshit and then who am I to tell anybody what to do? Yeah, that's true. I can only just say, like, what worked for me. I also think, Nicole, tell me if you think this is true. You and I, being dog owners, your new dog owner, <clears throat> our baseline is now different than, like, everybody else's. Like, we're getting morning sunlight in our eyes. We're probably doing at least around, like, 10,000 steps or whatever just because we have the dogs. So like some of these like goals that people are like right on their vision board, get morning sunlight. It's like we're doing that. We don't even have to think about it. Lucky us. So sometimes I feel like also if you're kind of stuck and you need a catalyst and you are a responsible human, get a fucking dog. Get a dog. I Like some afternoons, if I didn't have her, no, I don't think I would like walk three miles or four miles. But it's so much better for me that I did. I got the fucking sunshine in my eyes. I got fresh air. I got to, you know, spend time with Mabel, who's enamored with me. 
She's fucking hammered. She's fucking enhammered with me. I do really like this new guy that I like. You know, we had like a couple of intimacy sessions. When I say that, it sounds like I was like traumatized and need to work. That's not what I mean. That's not what happened. I'm just trying to use a euphemism and stop saying like banging. Yo, we were banging. You guys were fucking. <coughs> trying to be more chaste with my descriptors. Anyway, he's really great. But I don't know. I think he's enemy. Whatever. Look at you guys getting my vulnerable moments. Lucky you. Why don't you join the Patreon, you son of a bitch? <laughs> you join the goddamn Patreon. Shout out to the Port Comedy Club where I was this weekend. Also, a cute, cute, cute town. Coffee shops, shopping. Like I said, I found um, the core, fucking solid core, but there's also a Pilates studio. They had an F45, which everybody knows I love. Is that what it's called? F45, Fight 45? Those like boot camp classes where there's 18, no joke, 18 stations. But the, it's only, it's three rounds though. It goes by fast. Because the first round, you do everything for 20 seconds. Second round is 60 seconds. And the third is 20 seconds. But then of course, shout out to my personal trainer. Who might be leaving me. Has a job interview. <coughs> for like a strength coach. In California. I don't know. I hope he doesn't get it. Because I want him to stay my trainer. Is that selfish? Is this your ex? Maybe. I don't want his new girlfriend to watch this and be upset. I'm very threatening. Have you ever had like someone's <coughs> current girlfriend <coughs> message you something insane? Um, no. Because I, I usually, I don't. <laughs> You're sneaky about it? Yeah, I mean, here's my thing. If I'm... Hooking up with your boyfriend, I probably don't respect him. Like, I would never want to date him. Like, he's just so blatantly showing me that he disrespects women. So, like, I never get caught. It's kind of easy to not get caught. Well, even if you're not actually hooking up, you've never had someone message you and be like, stop talking to my boyfriend. No. Like, someone get jealous or threatened by you. Mm-mm. Maybe one time where, like, this woman, like, was just a lunatic, though. She, like, thought her husband or, like, found, like, my, my OnlyFans or something that he, like, subscribed to. And she was upset. But that's just crazy. That's just a crazy um, take. Like, if you're mad at an OnlyFans girl, <laughs> like, no. That's a little misplaced blame. But, um, yeah, no. I feel like the only time that stuff like that between women happens is when there's feelings involved and like you either want to keep the guy and you found out he's cheating. So you're like, I'll just fucking scream with this girl until she like doesn't fuck my boyfriend anymore, which is hate to say it going to backfire every time, <laughs> especially if he finds out, you know. Um, because then he's just like, you've illustrated the, her value with your anger. Like you wouldn't be so mad if you weren't so threatened and so jealous. And, uh, 
And the guy is just going to be like, yo, you want me to fuck her? It makes me want to fuck her more. The male ego is so simple. What was my point? Yeah, so if, the only time it's ever been like that is, is I'm trying to think as if I wanted to, like, break up a relationship. But, so I guess one time. <laughs> I guess one time. It, it wasn't that they were like, stop talking to him. I was dating the guy, but this was the ex. And she was like, just so you know, like, he, like, still tells me, like, that he would, like, get back together with me. So. That was something. But that's like helpful, right? For someone to be like, he's actually an asshole. Yeah, but like when you're in love with an asshole, you don't care. Especially coming from his ex, you just don't care. You're like, yeah, okay, bitch. Mine now. <laughs> no, I'm, if I knew her, I wouldn't act like that, Mabel. I'm saying if she was a complete stranger to me and I have no connection to her which maybe is cold but i think most people are honest they're probably the same way i'm not gonna take my best friend's boyfriend but if i don't know you i don't know you lo siento also i feel like if like enough time has gone by your guys like up for grabs again i don't like statute of limitations is like two years because sometimes I'll find out, like, I've been hooking up with a guy, and they were like, we dated, like, three years ago. I was like, well, oh, well. This is great. Mabel's so bored. Somebody is going to make a meme that's like, Karen's act, the audience. If you were mean. <laughs> what? What do you want me to do? I have to do the podcast. Yeah, we're on the podcast. <laughs> Jesus. Get get your fucking get your ass over there then. Go over there then. Don't look at Nicole. Why would you look at Nicole? Nicole, well, why would you look at Nicole? <laughs> with like for it's help. So hurtful. Well, she I feel like she's like Jim from the officing me. Like she keeps just like looking at me to be like, you saw that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Mabel. Okay, can we ask me some of the questions? Yeah. My throat already hurts. Should we start with a softball? Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Foot. Foot? That's the whole question. <laughs> on, this is like, honestly, last time the comments were so crazy about the feet not being out. But I'll be honest, first of all, I didn't have a pedicure. Now I do have a pedicure. My legs are still pretty hairy. I really only shave them for a hookup. I'm not just out here shaving my legs willy nilly in the winter. Happy guys, look at scrunch em ups. Mabel, scrunch em up. What? Do you want to eat? Do you like your fucking pet food? That's what I thought. Why do you have a booger coming out of your nose, you nasty bitch? Wipe your nose. Wipe your nose, you fucking bitch. You're so annoying. You just don't care about the podcast. You don't care. You have to be cute or something. Fucking bitch. All right. Did I answer the question? I think, yeah, that was a pretty good answer. Um, next, are birds real? Birds? Of course birds are real. How many have you killed? Four. Boop. 
Four, Mabel Four, Pigeon Zip. Also, I had a bird growing up named Pete, and I've told this story before that my friend chased out of my fucking basement. And then we got another one named Snowball, and she would just bite us. Birds are very real. You don't believe in, like, that conspiracy that they're, like, government robots? No. Well, what am I eating? All these chickens. What am I eating? I think it's just pigeons. Pigeons aren't real. They're robots? I think that's, that's the theory. I would believe maybe some are. It wouldn't be, you like, so Mabel has, maybe she has consumed some part of a pigeon. But if you told me, like, they were, like, microchipped and now they're in her and so the government can, like, track our moves... I'd like to say good luck to the government, okay? Because we're always on the move and you'll never find us. And we go out really early before you guys clock in and then we're back. Have you ever dated a fan? I'm going to include hooked up with a fan in that. Um, I can't think of a single one of my boyfriends who wasn't a fan. (laughs) What about like someone who came up to you after a show? No. Damn. Once. But I don't even know if you can count this because I hit on him. He was bartending at the show I was on in Brooklyn. This is when I first started. And he was fucking perfect looking and British. And I was drinking. This is during a drinking comedy, Karen, who (laughs) killed every time. (laughs) Certainly thought I did. But yeah, so he technically came up to me after the set. But like my entire, not entire set, but I would say 20% of it was dedicated to me just hitting on him. I'm like, do you think I'm funny? Do you remember like anything you actually said to him? Like, how do you how do you hit on someone in person? I think I was just like, you're so fucking hot. Like, I was just like dead ass. Like, just cut to the chase. Yep. I was like, you're so fucking tall and hot. And then he spoke and he was British. And I was like, shut the fuck up. You're perfect. I was like, will you go out with me? <laughs> I think I was like, check yes, check no. Will you go out with me? But that was during my drinking times. And I left some article of clothing. I remember like being out in the street, like South Third, like maybe taking the train or like flagging down a cab. But I think I lost my phone. Like I was, it was bad. I was drinking whiskey that night. I used to just like hang out and like party with these like people who like I'll never see again. So weird. You like, so you were like that girl in the bathroom that's so hammered that, like, I love that. When there's, just, I meet like some stranger who's so black and she's like, you're so pretty. Yeah. Like, that, um, that's oh. the best person to be around. Yeah, for sure. I'll spill my God. I would just tell anything to anyone about the guy I was with. Like, I would be cheating on guys with other guys, like, left and right. I'd be like, look, there's a guy at the bar right now that I came here with. But like, the other night I slept with that guy. I'm like, what am I going to do? And then I would just Irish. I would get so overwhelmed that I would just leave. But you know, not, the, not if I got coke, though. My fucking coke days. Those nights lasted forever. We used to end up at this bar called, I want to say, Lit. It was disgusting. It was like a basement. It was like out of a horror film. But I guess the music was good. But it was just somewhere that people just fucking rub their genitals on each other. And hooked up. And then I was a bottle girl for a while. And there was this place called 59 that was like in Midtown. I used to do a lot of blow there too. What does being a bottle girl entail? Going up to strangers and selling yourself. <laughs> selling your company for the next like hour, hour and a half. 
and selling them on like how cool they thought they were. It's like, you guys look like fucking Grey Goose guys. You guys aren't going to sit here with a bottle absolute. Like, you're not going to get any pussy with a bottle absolute. They're very easy to make laugh because they were there to do just that. Like, they provide booze. Hot girls come over. It's pretty normal, good social setup, actually. It was, like, pretty all consensual. Like, guys have money. Chicks are hot. Guys get chicks drunk. They hook up. I don't know what happens after that, but like, that was it. But then the guy I started dating hated me working for them. And every day he would yell at me about it. But then he was cheating on me anyway. And he bartended every night till like four or five in the morning. He could do it. I couldn't though. Hated my ass. What? You think I'm lying? That's how it went. Bitch. Who's cooler, surfers or skaters? they're both cool they're both like similar to me they're just seasonally different (laughs) to me they're the same man but in a different climate like they both seem to possess the same amount of like core strength athleticism hand-eye coordination finesse whatever you want to call it also like you know surfers are typically not that dressed so you see their hot bodies all the time which is nice and skaters you can tell they have hot bodies some of them like kelly slater the surfer he's a fucking babe he was just um surfing with robert f kennedy a surfer seems more like your type too with like someone who gets up early yeah to go work out enjoys sunshine mm-hmm. yeah all right so we'll go surfer but you know shout out to mark norman <laughs> does he skate have you ever seen pull up a mark norman skating video I'm sure it'll pop right up <laughs> with millions and millions of views. You guys watch Mark's specials. Maybe I'll film a special soon. Only a few emails I've sent. So fucking lazy. I'm just like, why isn't somebody more in charge of me? Sorry, I'm so excited. <laughs> Mark Norman doing a kickflip. Jankum. You gotta fast forward a lot. It's a lot of comedy. But he gets, he does a trick, I think. Yeah, there he goes. There he goes. Look at Mark. (laughs) Go. One try. See? Solid. That's really good. I'm very impressed by that. I don't know how they get him to go up. I don't know how they get him to jump. (laughs) I like when he falls and his little butt crack peeks out. That's a good time. I'm like stunned by this. Are you like, shocked? If I, saw, if I saw this in person, I'd be like, wait, what? Yeah. It's so weird to find out that people have like secret other talents. It's the perfect Asperger's talent because you no <laughs> eye contact. You just zip by people. You're like, wow. You, know? you still get attention. What do you think that was going to hack? Sorry, Mabes. But, uh, but it's showing off an athletic skill set. Strong core. Hand, foot, eye coordination. Pretty impressive. Um, any more questions? Mm-hmm. I want a snack. <laughs> a child. I can't do cardio. I can't do cardio in the morning. I'm ravenous all day. Doesn't yeah. matter how much protein I have. What are some absolute no-go kinks? Mm. I'm not really into dominating the guy. So I don't 
I don't want to peg you, which I think I'll answer another question farther down the line if I remember correctly. So yeah, no, I um I sort of do enjoy being a petite female. I like traditional gender roles in the bedroom. So yeah, I don't think it's hard to make me feel like small and like submissive. So I'm not gonna peg you. Stop asking. <laughs> do you remember like one of the weirder things that someone's asked you to do? That you were like, I'm not doing that. Oh, well, I actually let him do this because I didn't want to have sex with him, but it's so gross. And I, since then, it's like I've this guy, this club promoter that I took home when I was in college, um, I'm feeling sick to my stomach. <laughs> Thinking about the club promoter or about what you did? Both. He had on a matching blue trucker hat and vest combo puffer vest. And trucker hat, like Von Dutch trucker hat, bright blue puffer vest. And um, it was like last call at this club, wherever the fuck I was. And like, I was just determined to hook up that night. I think I was mad at somebody. And so he was like the last guy to hit on me. And I, maybe there was like some other guys earlier in the night that I should have fucking looped back to, but I was just hammered. This guy hits him. I'm like, all right, you can come home. And then we get into my bed and I'm just like, ugh, I'm just not feeling it. I was like, no. And he like tries to have sex with me. I was like, nah, I don't want to. He's like, at least let me like jerk off on you. I was like, oh, fine. And I like acquiesced in such a way that I'm still sick to my stomach about it. I was like, were you just like laying there on your back yeah. or on your front? Or like, what were, what just, were you doing during this? I was crying. No, stop. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I was, I was too drunk to cry. I was just like wanted to go to sleep. I was like close to pass out. I was like, ugh. And then I think he did like clean me off. So thanks, sir. Thanks, gentlemen. What a treat. Lucky me. Um, other than that, no, I'm very lucky with men. <laughs> I mean, you guys are great. None of you are that weird or... I break up with you before you get too weird. <laughs> what is the minimum per year salary for the pool of dudes you would consider marrying? And do you ask for stuff like that? It's hard. Because part of me is just like, whatever, I'm accustomed to this. And I keep, I joke and say, I'm, re I'm really not fucking rich. And like, there's people with a lot more money than me doing a lot more lavish things. I joke about being rich. I've worked for however many years and now I can like do nice things sometimes, but I work a lot. It's work-life balance. So I want somebody who can like enjoy that stuff with me too. And yeah, if I'm footing the bill for every excursion, it I don't know how a resentment doesn't build up. So I feel like, yeah, like if you're dating me, you probably are going to want to get your money up because you're just, and that doesn't mean like you have to make the same amount as me. It just means have some. This is me bracing for someone <laughs> to hit me. Do you know Sophia Franklin? <laughs> Sophia with an F. Yes, of course. Formerly from Call Her Daddy. Yes. So she, I think what I've heard her say is that she asks, like, when she goes on a date with a guy to see their bank account. Wow. Would you ever do that or consider doing that? 
No, I think that's invasive pers- yeah. personally. Because I also have been very poor and at times in my life. So why would I? I'm like late in my life, like in my 30s. Like there was times I was like fucking broke as fuck. So no, I, I would never like, to me that's the intention behind that is to embarrass somebody when they might just be like having a rough month. Could be a fucking finance guy who like has been working on something for a while and like something big hits and he makes like a hundred grand in a day. Like shit happens. I don't know. So I think that's weird. And I think it's also setting up a dynamic of self-worth just very tied into finances, which can't be that healthy. But you should have some money. Money just is what it is. It's part of society. It's what makes the world go round and opens some doors that would not be open to you if you didn't have it. Fly first class. You know, you get recognized by a bunch of guys going on a golf outing. That was awesome. Thank you guys for recognizing me. I appreciate that. It's on my way to Tampa. Shout out to the Sunshine Comedy Festival. That was a great time. I'm going to be in Key West March 31st if the February 3rd. The February 3rd. And as I mentioned, my mom's coming too. And we're going to fucking rage. Have you ever been to a Waffle House? Yeah, but it's been a long time. I went in Oklahoma when I was in high school. We went to the University of Oklahoma for a speech and debate tournament. (laughs) What, Nicole? You're a fucking nerd. I was the captain of my speech and debate team. You guys know that. Sacred Heart High School. And yeah, we were competing... I think that might have been like, there was the Catholic Nationals and the National Nationals. So it was like just the private school kids and everybody. Yeah, we went to a Waffle House and it was awesome. I also probably stopped at one during one of these like road trips with my family when we like drove to Virginia for like a week or South Carolina for a week. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, Mabel. I'm so sorry. Fucking personality disorder. Do you understand? You, you chose to nap in front of neon lighting. <laughs> like the brightest. Yeah, you're an idiot. Go lie down. Fucking growling at me for waking you up. Go to bed in a normal spot. <laughs> I really hope you got that audio. <sighs> Sorry, did I answer the question? Yeah. Good. Um, I'm doing great. Yeah, you're killing it. My solo bot. Oh, here comes Mabe. She needs you. Come on up. She needs you. Queen. <laughs> she needs you. could not be closer. <laughs> she needs you. <laughs> she needs you. She needs you to know that I'm a fucking boring her, her slut. Nose, her nose is dripping. Dripping. Why, Into Mabes? my drink. You got weird bugs. Weird. Oh, here's one. Oh, my God. Okay, my girlfriend wants to know your hair routine. Oh. It's very shiny and healthy, she said. So my hair routine I, is like a kind of less is more type thing. I don't dye my hair. I used to live with hairdressers and I dye my hair a lot. And, you know, no offense if you're doing it. But I, in my experience, it just broke my hair off. It just damaged my hair and broke my hair. And I was left with less hair. I don't mind the natural color of my hair. So I just leave it alone when it comes to the color. Um, and I think that helps to make it shiny. I don't wash it. I get a blowout a week or two blowouts a week. They wash, so they wash it like once or twice a week. So I'm getting like the scalp massage, which I think promotes hair growth and shit. 
And I also take biotin every day, which is a supplement that helps your hair and nails grow. But it's all dry bar products for the most part. That and um, what's this? Fabio Dodi is in the other salon I go to in Tribeca. That's where I go for my cuts. Her name's Dory and she's the best because I never want her to really cut any of my hair off except the dead ends. And that's all she does. Some of these sluts are fucking scissor happy as fuck. They're like, oh, I'm going to ruin you for other men. <laughs> I know. We know what you're doing. Natasha Legero. <laughs> Natasha Legero is the fucking best. I love how she just whipped her fucking titties out. Yes. Sorry. Do I have any more questions? Yeah, a lot. A lot? When you first started doing OnlyFans, did you ever imagine it would be this lucrative? Yeah. Slay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, man, it would stink if it wasn't. The like the range of these questions is so funny. Let me hear. Like some of them are so deep about your comedy. Oh. And then this one is, do farts push the poop out or does poop push the farts out? There's a, that's a good question. It's, but it, it's a parfait. You don't know. It could be anything. There could be a fart first, a poop behind it, pushing the fart out. I find a lot of times the fart happens, which loosens and then releases whatever the poop was holding, beholden to the butthole. Good question. Have you ever shit your pants in public? Yeah, twice. One time it was really bad. Like my whole pant, like my car, like the seat of my car was covered in my diarrhea. So I was driving my sister to the movies. And um, this was the summer where I had consumed nothing but Bud Light and clam chowder. I was a waitress uh, in like a breakfast spot and then at a golf club at night. And then in between, I would just pound Coors Lights on the beach <laughs> Drive drunk on the fucking South Shore. The South Shore from fucking Mash Vegas to Cape Cod. It was like a 40 minute drive, actually. Just like I would time it so I would leave the beach, like time my beers and leave the beach. Anyway, my mom's like, you got to spend some fucking time with your sister before you go back to college. She wants to spend time with you. And I'm like, oh, fine. Let's go to the movies. And we're driving and I have what I thought was just like the most painful gas cramps I'd ever felt in my life. Like I was just like, oh my God, when this fart comes out, it's going to be like epic. Like it's going to, it's going to solve all my problems. It's going to smell and it's going to maybe kill some like wildlife, but it's going to make me feel so much better. I, we get out of the car, we shut the door, we start walking to the movie theater. And at some point I think I did realize, oh, I'm going to shit my pants but I still had enough clench time, I thought, to make it to the toilet in the movie theater. But we made it to like maybe 10 yards away from the entrance and I just like, it was over. It, it was so liquid and so powerful, like a pressurized water hose coming out of me, up my back. And then I drove home in it. I drove home in my shit pool. <laughs> Like 20 minutes. And um, yeah, my mom was like, you're fucking disgusting. This is because you don't eat food. You just drink beer. <laughs> and, you know, what a terrible example to set for your sister. You're an alcoholic. She's like, I would say, like, we're going to stop paying for your school, but we already have because you got kicked out of two dorms. You're paying your own rent. We can't do anything. We can't make you stay here. 
So that's how you do it, wild ones. <laughs> how did you get kicked out of two dorms? Uh, dorm number one, I was making sangria. They were like, this is a dry dorm. I'm like, whatever. You guys are fucking stupid. Well, I just came in like clank, clank, clank. I had like four bottles. The security guard was like, what are you doing? I was like, I was going to make sangria. And she's like, you're 19, <laughs> 18. <laughs> anyway, that was like one. I don't know what they called them, but like you got three strikes. And then I drank again. I got caught drinking again. And then another time I got caught smoking weed. And then I got kicked out of the dorms. And I also got 90 hours of community service with my friend Andre, who played Dr. Scholes on the TBS show, something, whatever, that was really funny. I don't remember what it was called. Nice job, Karen, you stupid stoner bitch. Anyway, her and I, she drew this art about us getting caught that like I think lessened the time by like half. <laughs> I was like, thank you. But yeah, we had to like file people's things all day. It was awful. <sighs> So boring. It just made me want to drink. <laughs> it's like, couldn't we? I was like, how can we sneak fucking booze into this community service? <laughs> yeah, I started drinking heavily in college. Heavily. So that was the first time you got kicked out or that was both? That was the first time. And then, yeah, the second time, it was again for underage drinking. But I thought I was going to be fine in these dorms. Somebody just had a fucking vendetta, I think. So I always had like different dudes. I was fucking, I just got ratted on all the time. But yeah, those were in Yorkville on like 92nd Street. And I was like, ah, oh, these are like apartments. I'm not getting in trouble here. But like an RA or something came to check the apartment and there was like empty bottles. And I was like, those are empty. Like there's nothing. She's like, yeah, but it's evidence of drinking and you're underage. I was like, so I had to move out of there. That was like the summer program. So, but I had to move out of there in the fall into my new apartment with three other girls, one bathroom. I shared a bedroom with a girl and um, my mom showed up with my stuff in the van and I had these like just dudes like that. I was like probably banging half of them, like help me move in. My mom was so irritated. Like I was in heels and she was like in like sneaks and sweats and like moving all my shit. And like, she's like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, I got the guys. The guys are going to do it. She was like, go put some fucking sneakers. on." So I did. I thought I was being resourceful. So, yeah, that was the second time. And then I was, a, you know, a junior by that point. So I just got a waitressing job and let the good times roll. Circling back. Yeah. Second time you shit your pants. Was when I was working as a bottle girl for the Coke people doing a lot of Coke. It was summertime and I had on white pants. And, um, yeah, I, it was like a shit streak. It wasn't as bad as the car shit, but it was like a, a shark. It was like a water gun, one pump shark, but on white pants. I mean, I just had to like tie a sweater around my waist. Pretty disgusting. Wait, this was like in the middle of your shift. I was on my way to work. Like it was like that was like a not like not a nine to five, like an eleven to six. So yeah, I just sat in my shit all day. M and M sixty nine. So there, there was just like no other option. Like you couldn't call out. You couldn't like right. get they, other well, pants. Let me. Upon reflection, <laughs> I mean, you, like that's best case scenarios on the way. I'm like seeing, you get new pants. I'm seeing. Yeah, I'm seeing visions of a Forever Twenty One bag. <laughs> yeah, you're correct. I did go and buy new garments. <laughs> and my, 
I was like, I, I don't remember at first, but now thinking back, I mean, this is a long time ago. No, this was like fucking 12 years ago, 15 years ago. Yeah, but that's crazy. Like, I mean, to work an in your entire ship shift in your ship pants, just with like a sweater tied around your I waist. worked. I bartended in my pee pants one day, all day. Like, bartended the night before, went home with the UPS guy, peed, <laughs> peed his bed. <laughs> Pete is bad. Wait, the, we're moving too fast. <laughs> you don't How did you UPS hook guy? up with the UPS? UPS guy, guy had like a borderline boring. chode. Borderline. He was like my only ch- like chode I've ever dealt with. Congrats. <laughs> How did you hook up with the UPS guy? He was a regular at my bar, like in the uniform. Yep, brown, brown downtown, <laughs> brown. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he was not cute. <laughs> he was there every day, though, and I, I, I was had been dating, you know, the actor who I was in love with and lived with. But sometimes he'll do things out of spite, and again, in full blackouts, like I peed his bed. Like he left me in his apartment because I was so wasted and annoying, and like he went back out drinking. Did you try and blame the pee on him? Or how did that even? Or no, did you I, just blame, leave I was and- like, there was water. There was a water bottle. I'm just, there was no. He's like, do you want a shower? I was like, nah. <laughs> he like came into the bar like later. He's like, you fucking smell. Yeah. These are my pee pee jeans. <laughs> Disgusting. But I'll tell you what. Shower doesn't feel better than that, dude. <laughs> you have to wash off your PPG legs. <laughs> oh, you were wearing jeans? Oh, yeah. It was like... That's they so itchy. Oh, it was so uncomfortable. It was like they were paper mache to my legs because they were cheap. They were I like, mean, did you just chafe so much after Yeah, that? I think so. And it was... Yeah. Oh. It was cold out, too. UPS guy. Uh-huh. Like, I was, like, you know, kinetic energy style back there. Like, I just, like, wouldn't stop moving, you know, until <laughs> I fucking passed out somewhere. So, I would, and I would always just be, like, cash rich because I'd be working shifts, you know, getting hammered, doing blow, hooking up, bouncing around. And then I would get back together with this guy that I was dating and I would, like, wash myself <laughs> and reset. <laughs> he would give me an allowance every time I got fired. It sucked though. It was only like twenty bucks a day. It sucked. <laughs> yeah, that's nothing. It sucked. That's nothing. How many times did you get fired? I got fired from. Let's start. Let's start at my first <laughs> employment history. Let's do it. Did I get fired from Most Caribbean? I don't know if I got fired from Most Caribbean. I may have given a two week notice. The restaurant. Yeah, this was like. We wore tank tops with like lobster claws, like going like this on our tits. And we'd like pour shots down people's throats. They also had good lobster and then lobster Mondays, like it was like $10 lobsters. Anyway, worked there for a while. I must have gotten fired. Um, <laughs> I, or maybe I gave my two week notice. And then I started working, I think, for like the event marketing company, which was just a bottle service girl. And I was there for two years and they fucked me so hard on taxes. They would pay me $300 a week. And like, they'd be like, oh, you can work extra on the weekends and make a little more money. But it was just no fucking money. 
And then I got hired at another job on the Upper West Side. I know I'm going to miss places. Um, but I worked at a place called Nona, which was, <clears throat> we all know, means grandmother in Italian. And that place, you had to be really smart. And I was good at that. And then I was a bartender at Firehouse. And I stole from there constantly. I was the daytime bartender. And I would just be like, that'll be $7 for your beer. And I just wouldn't ring it in. I would just put it in my tip jar. Just stole blatantly. And I got like three warnings. And I would drink behind the bar during the day all the time. I only got daytime shifts because they didn't trust me. Tim was my boss. Tim fired me. Um, after three, he gave me three warnings too. And he would, I would just like deny it every time. And I would just be wasted. He'd be like, Karen, I smelled, I took a sip of your drink. I smelled it. It's all vodka. I'm like, no, it's not dude. Shut up. And then he like demoted me to a waitress and like, it was way harder to, you can't steal when you're a waitress. So I was making no money. Um, so yeah, then I got hired at public house which was like corporate guys who drank IPAs and all business guys and a lot of like events. And I would work the events and make a lot of money, but I got hammered there and flicked my manager in the forehead, which they didn't fire me for. Um, they did suspend me. And then I, I do believe I was eventually fired. I think I would just no show, no call when I was like done working at a place too. Cause that, then after that, I got hired at Sushi Samba and I made good money there. And I think before that, before Sushi Samba, I worked for this man named Glenn who sharpened scissors out of his van. And we would travel all along the tri-state area, sharpening scissors at different salons. And then I would go in and try to like sell them hair clips. I'd be like, five for 20, five for 20. And I was pretty good at it. Then there was Sushi Samba. And then there was Dokebi in Williamsburg, the Korean barbecue place. And then Little Dokebi. Before that, there was Greenpoint Heights. That was the mom and shop place. That was cash only. I used to make bank there. I would make my whole rent in a weekend. Mm. How are you getting all these new jobs I'm really, after it's like fired, fired, fired? I would just lie. I was just like on my resume, I would be like, this is it. And I'd be like, put like a fake phone number. And they're like, we couldn't get in touch with them. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> they're like, we really like you. I'm like, yeah, I'm the best. <laughs> I'm charming as fuck, Nicole, and I want a job. Sushi Samba, though, they were not going to give me the job. And then like I walked away and the guy liked my ass. And he was like, ah, we'll give her a shot. <laughs> he was a gay host or, host or whatever. Fucking Maybe he wasn't gay, but he was just one of these like painfully effeminate straights. Any more questions? You gain the ability to eat one non-food item without issue from now on. What do you choose? What? One non-food? What? That's such a weird question. I only want to eat food. <laughs> like, what would you pick? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I feel like I've seen so many little things. It's like a little squishy thing that I'm like, I wish I could eat that. But like, at least, like, <laughs> like you a know baby? I, yeah. Definitely. Baby <laughs> or cheeks. Or like, like Tide Pods and stuff like that. Like, you know, they're like stuff where it's like, ooh, that looks like really satisfying to bite into, but I can't eat that or I'll die. Yeah, I guess like more like Adrenaquin is what I would want or whatever. Like baby cheeks. Like if it was acceptable for me to eat baby serum, that would go straight <laughs> to my face. Thank you. Next question. What? That's not pedophilia. That's just murdering. Speaking of which, how many third graders could you fight off before being overwhelmed? Oh. Dude, some of these kids are fucking huge. They're public school third graders? <laughs> They're going to fuck me up. 
Yeah, how many public school third graders could you fight off versus private school third graders? I think I'm maybe getting through three public school. And is it like, my question is, is it one at a time or are they like swarming you? I'm hoping it's one at a time. Like they're just sending them out one at a time and you have to fight this one and then the next one. Yeah, because I'm picturing them landing shots. (laughs) Like I'm not landing every shot. And I mean, the first kid I'm going to like, you know, be really fucking aggressive and but I'm going to get gassed, you know, I'm going to get tired. And that's when the fourth kid is going to fucking break my jaw. (laughs) This fucking third grader, this little, what are they? How old are they in third grade? Ten? Eight, nine. My nephew could easily kill me. (laughs) My nephew could easily smother me. A lot of good sound bites in this episode. Yeah. Did I see you on an old Ink Master episode? Yeah, that's me. I told you about that, Nicole, right? I don't think so, no. So another one of my lies. (laughs) They were like, my friend was like, ah, they're looking for contortionists for Ink Master. I told them you were one. I was like, sweet, I'll do it. And they were like, can you do a backbend? And I was like, yeah, anybody can do a backbend from the floor. You just need to know how to work the timer on your phone and edit a little bit. So I sent them that, me doing a backbend, and they were like, you're in. And we get there, and you're partnered up with another contortionist. Mine was a real girl a real contortionist and they made us be like a clown and my bun was the nose and it was spray painted red. And so I had to put my head in her asshole (laughs) because her butt cheeks were the teeth. And when she twerked, it looked like the teeth were chattering. We were like a scary clown. What does this have to do with getting tattoos? Um, so the first challenge, it'll be like a spray paint challenge. So this was a, they were body painted us. Yeah, Mr. Not Mr. Clean, Clean Rock, who's like a famous one, and then another guy. Yeah. If you could have dinner with someone alive or died, who would it be with and why? I hate my fucking fans. They're so stupid. <laughs> alive or died. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, any threesome recently, which I'll update to. Have you had a threesome? I feel like you said you're not into that. No, I don't. I don't like them because I get jealous if it's with another girl and guys just won't do them together. I can't find guys who like are fucking masculine enough to not want to to like to do it. They're always like, oh, I don't want to do it. There's another guy's there. I'm like, come on. Maybe I'll pay them. <laughs> Maybe I'll be like, listen, what what are you making? On that weekend in Minnesota, <laughs> I'll double it. You and Ian Lara. <laughs> My new guy and Ian Lara would be like a dream come true. Alas, <laughs> it probably won't happen. <laughs> it won't happen because I think of these ideas in the moment, but like in order to arrange it, I feel like I don't have the gusto. I don't have the organizational skills. I don't want to schedule. It's a lot of schedules to line up. Do you think if you asked Ian that, that he'd think, like, how much convincing would it take for him to think you're not kidding? I don't know, Ian. How much convincing would it take you? For him to think that you're being serious. I think he knows I'm serious. (laughs) (laughs) I think he knows I'm serious, but he won't play with me. (laughs) Tag Ian in the comments. Tag him. 
Have you ever dated or would you date a cop? Yeah, Denver guy's a cop. He's my first cop. I'm kind of scared because I heard they're really into like domestic violence. So, fuck. I might just leave him at the airport. I'm overwhelmed. I can't handle this. I need to like FaceTime him at least. <laughs> we haven't even FaceTimed. You gotta like send someone your location. You've never, you haven't FaceTimed. Is he like um like a, an online presence where it's like this is definitely a real person or it's no, like, feels a, like just it a whatever guy? Feels like yeah, it feels like it could be a fucking bot. This is like really worrisome. I think I'll bring my friend with me. I we have to end the podcast soon just because I'm gonna pee my pants. How long have we been potting for? Like an hour. Wow. That's why I have to pay so bad. <laughs> Because I chugged that fucking coffee. I'm doing my Kegels. Yeah, no, I think I'm going to take some like security safety precautions. Maybe we FaceTime him now. Hi. Why aren't you FaceTiming? Why won't you FaceTime? You're going to hang up? Oh. Why did he have to do that? It, there was no camera on? No. Oh. Suspect. I know. Hi. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm using this as evidence. In case you kill me, so people know what you sound like. Like, they can probably, like, determine your voice or whatever if I disappear. Look at your man cave. Yeah. What movie? He's cute. All right, I'm not scared. I'm not scared of you anymore. <laughs> I know, but then I went to Baltimore and I just came back different. <laughs> it made me scared. I don't know. This dude in like a trench coat um, had like an like an ammunition sleeve around his like body. And he like eyeballs me down and he's like, Hey, you want to buy some cologne? And it was just filled with cologne. I was like, fuck yeah. Give me free, baby. That's a good story. Th Thank you. What time does your flight get here? Uh, like seven. Seven. Okay. I'll see you at the airport. I'll make a sign. Bye. Oh, he's so fucking hot. You he guys. sounds really cute. He's so hot. And he was funny. That was so smart of me to FaceTime him when I'm lit. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes are closed. Are you on the pod right now? Oh, man, he's cute. I'm not scared anymore. Why do these young boys like he's too young? How old is he? 27. That's fine. No. What's your cutoff? 37. Like, that's what I should be dating. 30 at least. Why, though? And up. Um, I don't know. Society tells me to. <sighs> I mean, I can't help what I like, though. I mean, he's fucking adorable. Now, I like, like, I don't want to do anything anymore. <laughs> like, uh, can we wrap this up? <gasps> oh... He's not going to kill me.
And yeah, all, like all those questions, would you date a fan? He's a fan. Sometimes he's a bad fan though. Like when I've been promoting a, a road gig for a week and then I'm like there about to when do When are you coming to Denver? Yeah. That's- or like, he'll, like I'll be about to go on stage. And he's like, what are you doing tonight? And it's like, don't you fucking follow me? What am I doing tonight? I'm not selling tickets in Baltimore. That's what I'm doing. Follow. Say you're such a big fan. You think I'm so great. So he messaged you first. You want to hear our? Yeah. This is a new segment. The reading of the DMs. (laughs) He's fucking cute. (laughs) Sorry. We've been talking for a while. I guess I shouldn't be like. He did send me this video. I was like, I need to see what you look like. And at first I wanted like him to like have a female friend like send me a video being like, he's fine. He's normal. Not going to hurt you. Part of me still wants to do that. Anyway, this was his opener. If there were four people on the couch, two people on the love seat, one person in the recliner, would you sit on my face? I ignored that. (laughs) And that was November 1st, 2022. And then... Whoa, he's playing the long game. Yeah. And then August 27th was the next message. Straightforward kind of guy, comma, I think you are unreal and you should let me take you out. I responded to that. I said, okay. And then I think I read the other message because <laughs> I had forgotten about it. So then he goes, that's what I like to hear. Let me know when to pick you up from the Denver airport. Love bomb. <laughs> he gives me his number. He's like, call me, hard eyes, huge fan of your face, blah, blah, blah. And then January 12th, I go, hi, hello, I've decided to love you. <laughs> and he's like, that's what I like to hear. I agree with this decision. And it went on from there. And he is pretty cute. So what am I going to do with a Denver boyfriend, though? Denver cop boyfriend. I mean, I th- feel like that's the thing about being a cop. Plenty of crime here. <laughs> Supply and demand. <laughs> Can't you just come protect me? Do if your boyfriend is your security, do you pay him? Or do you just let him live rent free? Well, you have a similar situation with a personal trainer. (laughs) Like you're not actively dating, but. I pay to hang out with him for an hour. I pay for him to work on my glutes (laughs) for 60 minutes once a week. Different, Nicole. Totally different. This guy would be a live in. Girl nanny. (laughs) He would take care. Like, if I add up, and I've done this before, I spend like 900 bucks a month or something on Ubers, and I'm willing to pay someone that. I think I would be like, I'll pay 800. But flat rate every month. But what would the expectations be? Because if... Like, is he on the clock 24-7? Can he not let his guard down? Yeah, he's going to have to also be in love with me. Right. So if you're, like, watching a movie or something, he's, like, head on a swivel always. Yeah. But that's, he enjoys that. Like, he's like Mabel. Like, Mabel's (laughs) like a guard dog. Like, that's her state. That's her natural state is, like, who we, I'll do whatever. They're happy like that. I have to pee. Thanks for listening to the solo pod, you guys. Can't believe Mabel left. She's such a cunt. She's like a mouse. This fucking podcast sucks. I hate her. All right, I'm gonna kill my plant. Growing ass on the ground, getting laughs at the stand. Only she can, only feed hands. It's only.
Sonic Fee ist.